You are about to enter a great adventure. This is Starting from Gorilla. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Strutting from Gorilla. I am Big Vito, and today we have a very special podcast. We're welcoming back Vinny Berry, author of Wrestleville, The Pro Wrestling Vault, Volume 2. This is his third time back. We're always really excited to have him on the show here. But before we get into that, let me let me tell you about where you can find us. You can find us on Facebook at SFG Podcast, on Twitter and TikTok at from underscore gorilla, Instagram at SFG Gorilla Pod, and you can always find us on our website at uh, www.struttingfromgorilla.com. And please, if you enjoy the show, make sure you leave us a five-star review on whatever format you listen to. So with that, Vinny, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me on again. Oh, anytime. You're always welcome here. We're always excited. I got your copy of the, the book and was browsing through it and I thought it was fantastic as always the stories you have if for any of the listeners that haven't had a chance to to read your books it's it's always a really easy clear concise read and and this the last two books you've had have been more interview styles with some short stories on some wrestlers from the past and some upcoming wrestlers and uh so you know what what made you decide to to go into the the book again and do the interviews I know the first one went really well well I I had the material you know, and uh, I would have, I probably would have used that in the first volume, but I didn't want a book that was going to be over 400 pages, you know. So, you know, I, I, when I was putting that second book together, the volume one, I just thought, you know what, I just go ahead and split this up. And uh, I didn't have quite enough for the second. So that, that year that I was, putting that book together, I was also collecting, you know, some stories that I could put in there. And I got some really good ones. I added Susan Green to that. I added uh, PJ Black to that. I added uh, Soraya Knight, you know, the mom, yep. of course. But, you know, uh, she's a legend in her own right, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. So when when you went through these interviews, what I noticed is that there's a, there's a pretty good date range, right? It, you know, from... 2018 to 22 what went into you choosing which went into which volume was it the stories you liked or what was the the idea behind that those well the reason why i put the date on there was because that was like when i published you know like maybe put it on my website yep and um and then when that website pretty much went away all those stories went down as i started writing books i started changing my format so to speak or my um i started like doing podcasts like interviews as opposed to you know before what i was doing was i was just interviewing the wrestler over the phone recording the conversation going back transcribing it and writing it then uh of course i started putting books out and people were like well you should do a podcast because you can put a commercial in there and market it it's a marketing tool and so I, I tried doing that and I started doing that and that was going pretty good, but I couldn't do both. You know, I couldn't write books, write articles for the website and do podcasts. That was just too many balls in the air. So I just let the short stories go and uh, 
which I really enjoyed writing, right? But yep. now I've preserved them. So there, there they are, you know, and um, I talked to Sal Renaro last night. He's, he's in the second book. He's on the front cover. He's yep. just tickled, man. He, he, first off, he, he can't believe he's in a book, right? <laughs> he, he tells a story last, last night when we were talking, he said, when I was in elementary school, Mrs. Bradley came by and asked everybody, she asked Bobby, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a doctor. What do you want to be? Uh, Johnny, oh, I want to be a, a business owner. What do you want to be, Katie? Oh, I want to be a dinosaur. What do you want to be, Sal? I want to be a pro wrestler. <laughs> well, Sal, Katie has a better chance of being a dinosaur than you have being a pro wrestler. Like, well, Mrs. Bradley, I'm in a book and you're yeah. not. And it's about pro wrestling. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool, man. Yeah, I think that's what's great about this, right? I talked about you had some guys from the past. You had some guys that were um, kind of up and coming um, and some lesser known people. And uh, I, I think it's really great. One of the the ones that I, I like, I kind of resonate to the, the stories of the wrestlers that I knew and re can relate to, right? So Jazz, right? I was a big ECW fan. I, I, I did not realize how influential she was to the women's women's wrestling you know what i mean and the the stories you told about her wrestling with trish stratus and the matches they had what was the interview with her like i mean she seems like a really tough chick if people want to say it that way <laughs> yeah she she is i mean she's uh well she's a straight shooter i've yeah. met her I've, I've met her in person i uh saw her up at mission pro and introduced myself and I said, hey, I'm Vinny. She goes, I know who you are, Vinny. She's, I mean, she's tough, right? I mean, she's, <laughs> yeah. you know, and uh, so, but she's a sweet lady. And uh, when I showed her, uh, when I was working on the book, the second book, um, I showed her the cover of the first book. And I said, uh, I texted her, I said, Jazz, um, Here's the cover of the first book. Uh, I would like to put you where uh, Harley Race is, because Harley Race is on the first book, right? Yep, yep. Front, front and center. Yep. And she texts me back, you're going to put a black woman right <laughs> there where Harley Race is? And I was like, you know, I didn't even think about that, right? I mean, yeah, right. I just, I thought, wow, no, I, I, I just thought because you were the most deserving to be there. You know, I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I, I was just, you know, and she was tickled pink. She was just, you know, she was uh, just, she, she's a sweet lady, man. I mean, and, and what she's done for professional wrestling, what she still does for professional wrestling. I mean, they're, they're in it, you know, yeah. I mean, it ain't, it isn't a hobby for them. I mean, they, they have a wrestling school, they train people, they, they, they're in it, you know? Yeah. Why do you think she hasn't been shown on TV or like been part of WWE lately? Like you'd think someone that's that influential, they'd want to bring her back. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, um, she's done some, um, uh, appearances for NWA. Yeah. I knew that. I knew yeah. NWA. That's true. Um, but have you, have, did she speak to, to anything about WWE? When she did not. I mean, okay. just, just the time with her and Trish and stuff like that. 
Okay. Interesting. Yeah. She's always one that I think deserves to be in the hall of fame. And, um, you know, you can debate what you feel about the WWE hall of fame, but, um, she, I feel like she deserves to be in there over a lot of other people and I'm shocked we haven't seen her. So that's why I ask, but yeah, no, that was a good story. Uh, not to get into too many of them. I don't want to spoil it for everyone, but the other one, um, you know, what was it like? I, Cause you interviewed Kamala. What was it? Two months before he passed away. Right. Yeah. It was, it was about that. Yeah. You know what? I uh, got in touch with him. I called him and he wasn't feeling well when I called him and I said, okay. Uh, and I told him who I was and he goes, Hey, he was real, real nice, man. He goes, yeah, yeah. I want to talk to you. Uh, call me next Friday. And it was uh, during the summertime. So I had like, uh, like I had Friday off, right? In the summertime, yep. I, I worked uh, four tents, you know? So I called him on that Friday, and uh, he was like, oh, I'm on a phone call. Uh, I'll call you back. And, and and he did, you know? But here's the thing with what, you know, because I've been writing about fighters for about 12, 13 years now. Yep. MMA and boxers and wrestlers. Right. And they're the same, man. I know. Yeah, and, I could, I could imagine. They're, they're made in the same factory. And if you don't catch them right then and there, usually you don't catch them again. Yeah. And uh, he surprised me. Uh, and uh, Bobby Eaton did the same yep. thing. He, yep. he, he followed through and, you know, so, but, you know, I, I kind of, I mean, I kind of expect it because respect was drilled into those guys. Right. Right. Yeah, that's true. The older, I'd, I'd say it's more of the older generation of wrestlers. We, we talk about that a lot on our podcast about the, you know, I, I feel like it, nowadays when you have the whole, uh, I call it the cookie cutter mold where, you know, you go into like the performance center, you do all this. They don't have that territory experience where, you know, some of these guys uh, like with Bruiser Brody, they had to go through the, the ringer to get all the way up. Right. And if you were a new guy, uh, you had to earn your dues, uh, you know, and, and it all started down. A lot of it was in Texas too, you know, like, uh, with uh, world-class championship wrestling. Right. Yeah. Um, And we just got done talking about uh, black Bart before we got on that guy paid his dues and I mean, paid his dues, you know, you know, in a long and hard way, you know? And so, um, but that, that's the way that it was, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, it was just, uh, but, but, you know, his, his stories uh, unique in such a way was, you know, he was like, well, I didn't want to do anything else. Right. Right. And that was what I wanted to do. Right. Well, I think that's the idea behind it. They had to grind so hard to get where they were. And once they got to that that pinnacle, they weren't trying to lose that spot, you know? And whereas today it's, it's so different. Uh, I mean, you look at some of the stories going on, it's a, it's a different feel. Um, and, uh, you know, I do see some of that. I, you know, I, I see with like the NWA and some of these other things, it almost seems like the territories are coming back in a very small, slow, methodical way. I've been saying that for years. I've been saying that since, yeah, since, I don't know, 2012, 2013. Yeah. People go, oh no, they're not coming back. But you know, the thing is, is that it's it's different now, right? Because you've got all these streaming, you know, these yes. But my goodness, I mean, 
you know, look at the Gulf Coast and just yeah. take that area. I mean, that yep. that thing is thriving. And yeah. And I and I know that because I have a lot of friends over there, you know, and and I'm I'm fairly close to it. Well, you could call South Texas Gulf Coast, right? Right. right. Yeah. Um, but I'm when I think of it, I think of Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's it's thriving over there and and a lot of those guys from that area come here. Well, then you've got, you know, Ohio is cooking, man. Pennsylvania's cooking. You know, California is cooking right now. I mean, it's it's all over. You can find it. So, yeah, I don't think uh, the territories is a stretch. It's 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 a little different level of what it was. It's yeah. There's not a lot of TV to it, but golly, man, I I know uh, professional wrestlers that like I knew somebody that recently I talked to moved from Pennsylvania to Texas and picked up basically where they left off up, up there because the scene's thriving down here. Right. No, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Um, that I, honestly, I, 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 if I take anything out of our, our times talking together and reading your books, it's, I learn a lot about some of the independent wrestlers and where they're wrestling now. Um, and, and that's how I kind of, I get that feeling. And, you, do you, you must take some pride when you interview somebody and they, they go on to make it a little bit. Like I think of, um, of, uh, I think one of the ones that stuck out to me was Blake Christian, right? Cause yeah, he's done a little cool. bit of ring of honor, AW, um, type stuff. Yeah. I, I, I could go, I could go down the table of contents and, and tell you the ones, well, she is one. Kobe Carino was one. I, yep. I interviewed Kobe Carino. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like 2018. That's um, Steve. That's Steve Carino's son, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And then yeah. Blake Christian, um, yeah. Nikita Knight. You know who Nikita Knight is, right? No, I don't. No. Thea Hale. Oh, okay. From uh, Chase University. Okay. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, there. You know, I unbelievably, I got uh, PJ Black in here. You know, but I but I got him because he knows Lance. Right. Okay. That makes okay. sense. Yeah, that makes and sense. He, he he like knew Lance when he was a, like when PJ was a little boy. You know. Yeah. So you know, yeah. so that that helped, and and he's real happy uh, with the book. You know, uh, Carrie Morton. You know, Carrie Morton. When I interviewed him, he was, I mean, he's still early in his career, but. You really can't say he's early in his career because I got a picture of him in there. He was wrestling when he was like fourteen, you know. He I know. Picture, he goes, man, I was like fourteen there, or twelve or something. So he's been around it all his life, right? But yeah, I, I have to admit, you know, when when I I look at the table of contents, I'm blown away by, you know, and I and I don't have a problem like talking about who's in the book, you know, because yeah, right. I'll tell you something about this book, man. I have it on on the website and I have it on on uh, Amazon. Yep. And it it sells right, but this thing goes like hotcakes at the live shows. I know? bet it does because they you pick it up, yeah. and they look at it and they're like, "Holy cow!" First off, all these books come signed by somebody. This yep. one's this one's Carrie Morton, right? Yep. Uh, but you know, you open the book. I I did a uh. Uh, like a, like a feature story on the Northern Wrestling Federation. Yep, I did see that. Yep, uh, out of uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. 
And yep. uh, Roger Ruffin is the uh, trainer there. He trained uh, Monster Abyss, Carl Anderson, yep. uh, Jordan Clearwater, Jillian Hall, Chris Harris. And so, yeah, a lot of big names. Good names. He's got Lord Crew. Do you know Lord Crew? I don't. No, no. Look him up, man. He's okay. got a good look. As a matter of fact, I have an interview of him on my podcast. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Uh, he's an interesting cat. Just so the the listeners know, the name of your your podcast is Russellville, same as your your website, right? Yes, yeah, Russellville, okay. yeah, Russellville podcast, russellville.com. And they can so they can see some of these interviews that are in here. Um, you have on your podcast and on your website as well. Is that correct? There's uh, actually the stories and the interviews. The only interview I think that is you got a uh, Thunder Rosa one, right? Well, that's a different. That's a different interview than it is a story. Okay. All right. That's so fair. What I did with her was I interviewed her for a story and then I interviewed her for the podcast. Gotcha. Okay. So there's, that's, that's actually two different stories. Uh, it might cross over a little bit, but it's they're unique. The only one that's the same is uh, the Soraya Knight interview okay. that she talks. I, I did transcribe that for the book because I was finishing up the book. And I had this Ryan Knight interview and I thought, who's more deserving to be in that? You know, and she's right. the final story of the book. I mean, you can't ask for, you know, no. I got her in the end and jazz in the beginning, right? Yep. No, that's great. Um, yeah, no, I, so uh, the, the one, the other story that I really thought was interesting um, uh, was, uh, was Duke the dumpster, right? Like I, I, I remember seeing him when I was younger, didn't know too much about him, but I, I didn't understand the the challenges that he had, but you know, it, I mean, it's not an uncommon thing at that time, right? I feel like a lot of wrestlers were going through, you know, they're on the road, you know, 340 days a year. Like it's, it's, it's a lot. And if you're trying to make it and do that grind, you're constantly trying to fight through injuries so you can people could keep seeing you um you know how how was that interview compared to some of the other ones i mean he seems like he's doing really well right now helping other people that are going through kind of a, a similar challenge yeah no he was he's a good guy he was easy to talk to very r- real nice guy and uh you know we message each other from time to time still um yeah i mean he, he went to wrestlemania and you know watched it on the closed circuit television and like turned to his dad and said, dad, that is what I'm doing. Yep. And he, uh, wrestled in Florida for like several years, like seven years. I think he said that he was developing that character, developing that character. And he gave me a picture of, uh, the Gibraltar, uh, character. It's in the book, uh, Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Rocko yeah, yeah. Gibraltar or whatever he called him. Okay. Rocko. You know, you there was something in there too that I I, I don't know if I um, missed it, but he had his leg amputated. He so did. His, so and he's still kind of doing appearances here and there right he, now, right? Yeah, he has a prosthesis. Does he? Okay. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. And you know the the stuff he does is uh, like run-ins and appearances. Yeah. He's done some matches, but. You know, he, he does what he's capable of doing, you know. It's uh he's he's up there in age a bit too, you know, so yeah. wrestling's different for him, but yeah, he's uh 
he kind of got sucked back into it. You know, it wasn't yeah. wasn't something that he was looking to do. Yeah, Rocco Gibraltar or Gibraltar, and so he. he oh yeah, I'm showing this to you, but yep, this was I can see uh, his yep. picture, and then this is him. Uh, yep, uh, in later yep. years, and you know, I had a lot of uh, good photographers help me with some pictures. I, I have a friend that I work with, John Paul uh, LeBlanc, and. Uh, Man, he had some great pictures. You know the uh, Q and A with uh, Bill Apter and Mark Laurent, uh, Mark Lorenz from World Class Championship Wrestling. I think is, you know, it's these little stories um, that what I would call gems. You know, it's like golly, man, I can't believe that's in the book. And you know, it was like uh, Dante Smiley's in this book. Yeah, I that saw dude that. Is cooking right now. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's it's a great book, and if uh, for any of the listeners here, we got Vin Berry, uh, Vin, Vinny Berry on here. Um, check out check out his website, uh, Wrestleville. It's Wrestleville.com, right? Right. Yeah, Wrestleville.com, and um, you can find he's got a couple of great books. Uh, I, I'm still a huge fan of Lance by Chance, which is an awesome read. Um, I, I think I I don't read a, a ton of books, and I think I read that book in like a week's time period, like it, it, which I never do. It was just captivating. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for saying that. But you know what? I'm getting a lot of that. You know, Uh, a lot of people say, look, um, you know, uh, I find a lot of wrestling books kind of boring, you know, and, you know, but I can read your books. And um, Roger Ruffin, I said, uh, he was talking to me about the book. And I said, and, and, after we were talking a while, I said, hey, Roger, did you read it all the way through? He goes, I've read two of your books all the way <laughs> yeah. through. And see, so did Big Mama. I was like, yeah. great, you know. Um, I have a friend of mine. I just, I went up to Dallas and saw a friend of mine. Her husband is a, uh, like a, uh, well, he's a professor. And he uh, studies psychology. And he's he's written like 20 books. Like true crime, like serial killer books, you know, people on, you know, crimes, you know, yep. big, big, you know, uh, profile, high profile crimes. And she told me that she goes, I tried reading one, but I haven't been able to get through, you know, and uh, all the way through. She goes, I know nothing about wrestling, never watched wrestling. And she said, I've re- already read two of your books all the way through. Yeah. I think you told us um, the first time we had you on uh, in the Lance by Chance episode, um, uh, you had some people read through it and you had to kind of go back because they they didn't understand some of the wording, uh, like the wrestling terminology. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, you, you, and it, that helps. Like, it really does help. I mean, I, I know a good amount of it. Right. But, but like, it really does, I think, help people that maybe aren't so familiar. But remember, you know, Lance Von yeah. Eric, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my nieces. That was your nieces. Yes. That's yes. what it was. And they're, yeah. dude, these girls are. <laughs> they're, they're a lot smarter than I am. I mean, one is working on her. Uh, uh, what? She's trying to get into grad school, you know? Yeah. Uh, she can even speak Japanese. That's impressive. <laughs> And uh, she said, not, not fluently, but she speak more than me, right? Um, I think I could say egg roll. But she said <laughs> that uh, that uh, when they read it, 
they were like, hey, did you, who did you write this book for? I was like, everybody. He goes, you didn't write it for everybody. You wrote That's it what for it was. a wrestling yeah. fan. Yep. Yeah, but I will say this. Um, on my on my next project, I'm not, I'm not, I've, I, I, I kind of thought long and hard about that. I'm not doing it for, for my next book. You know, okay. kind of like yep. dumbing it down and kind of yeah. giving definitions when we say, you know, there's some things that get described, you know, I mean, he goes into detail some and, uh, but the way, the why I think it worked so well with Lance's book was because Lance didn't know any of that stuff either. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Cause he was, yeah, that's a great point. He yeah. had no clue what bumping was, what bleeding yep. was. Yeah. Fabe. He knew. Yeah. He didn't speak that language. <laughs> right? That's a good point. Yeah. So it, it worked well in that book, but you know, I'm talking to you. I'm, you know, and I've, I've talked about this on podcasts. I'm, in the middle of working on Black Bart's book, and I I hope to finish it this year. Yeah, that was my uh, that was going to be my next question. Was yeah. uh, what's what's next for Vinny Berry? That would be the Black Bart autobiography. So, all right, about, about halfway through. Okay, and uh, I've uh, you know what I do is when I start working on the book, you know, it's like I have a process, right? So, I. I start interviewing Bart because he's he's retired. He's accessible. I could talk to him almost every day, right? Yep. And and get a little more detail. And and through this process of like you know like he remembers more as we go on. Like yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll just say Chris Adams, and he's like. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Why didn't you tell me this six months ago when we were on this right. topic? You know, he goes, Well, because you jarred some memories there, you know. So it's like, you know, it, it, it's been a, a, a little different process with him than with uh, Lance was. But with him, um, you know, I, I, I mean, as soon as I knew that I was working on the book, I started collecting pictures you know what what pictures are out there right and i reached out to some photographers and they helped me and then i just met up him with him and he uh helped me with some and uh and uh also too i'm like written like 20 chapters already yep so uh and uh this week i was like kind of going through some like uh i'm in the world class area Yep. right now and so i'm you know kind of picking my topics of what i need to write about what, what's really interesting about this uh when you go through this process and i tell him all the time the book you think i'm gonna write may not be the the exact book that you think i'm gonna write because it kind of takes on a life of its own and you know he'll tell me certain stories i'm like well why are you telling me about this guy well, you never asked about that guy. And then before you know it, we've got a bunch of stories. Yeah. A bunch of stories, but good stuff that kind of going down a different path. You know, he's yeah. got a lot of, he's done a lot of shoot interviews. And I said, look, man, you've got so many shoot interviews out there. Who's going to want to write the book? And he said, Vinny, I'm telling you stuff, a lot of stuff that's not on there. 
Yeah. And you know what? I think people are going to be really surprised by some of the stuff. There's a story. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit. I'll tell you this. This is uh, one of the gems. You know who uh, Otto Vance is? No. Refresh me okay. on who that is. I, I, he, I might, but refresh me. Okay. He's from Austria. He passed away. A big, big guy, like a like a, a barrel, you know, a barrel. Yeah. Dude. I, it sounds familiar to me, yeah. He held the AWA title for uh, Vern Gagne. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Once yep. upon a time. It just yes. Just a little. And a lot of uh, the wrestlers would go over there and they wrestled in rounds over there with it. That, that's how they did it. They did like rounds. Yep. So 12 rounds or 15 rounds, whatever it is. Round. That's interesting. Anyway, okay. Uh, Bart gets a phone call from Bruiser Brody, and this story is in the book. He gets a phone call from Bruiser Brody. Hey, I can't go. I need you to take my place. He calls Otto. He gets it all set up. He already he calls Fritz, sets it up. So he leaves. He goes out there to Austria. Fights Otto, has a hell of a match, and he comes back, and Bruiser Brody was killed in Puerto Rico. Wow. Yeah. So he stayed there longer, had Bart cover for him. Oh. Yeah. And so when Bart comes back, he finds out that Bruiser Brody was died, you know? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's very interesting. Um, you know, it's it's. First of all, I can't wait to read this. That sounds fantastic. Um, it it really does. Um, so definitely keep us on the radar when when it's when it's coming out because I'm excited for it. Uh, but I always use this time because you know, my 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 time in wrestling is is different than the times that that you write about, and and I I love it because I can understand those times and I I learned so much from from hearing you tell these stories and from uh from the books that you've written so i very much appreciate that as a you know we do this podcast because we're we're just two guys that are our fans of wrestling right and uh to understand some more of the history that i didn't know it's like opening up a whole new world uh to 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 what you're and, and then you learn about some of the stuff that has translated into what's going on today and it's a whole knowledge that you, you just didn't have so hey man Sometimes when these guys are telling me these stories, it's almost like, <laughs> well, first off, I can't believe they're telling me this. Yeah, right, right. Right? I mean, right. you know, I mean, it's like, I, I'm just blown away. It's like, I mean, they really open up to me. I mean, yeah. not not just the old timers. I mean, I, I just, I can't believe it, seriously. And then, uh, and then, uh, have you had the opportunity to listen to the Mark Youngblood? No, I haven't. All right, there's two parters. There's okay. One where he's talking about his family and his brothers and his yep. way in the business. Second part, he's talking about he talks about the day that Bruiser Brody got killed. Okay. And he was in there. Yeah. And uh and so he talks about that. Unbelievable, man. I mean Okay. I, and I that's think it's still on the on the homepage of my, my website. All right, I'll check that one out for sure. Um, no, but, I. But I have one. I'll, I'll, it's it. It's in the lineup to go out. All right. It's Wild Bill Irwin. Okay. Okay. 
And Wild Bill Irwin was the last wrestler to see David Von Erich alive in Japan. Oh, and this is going to be a podcast episode? It's that a you're podcast, doing? yes. Okay. Well, I can't wait for that one. That'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's it's ready to go. It's just in the lineup. I've, I, you know, the way I do my podcast, man, I get them when I get them. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And then you release them as you get them. I get that. Yeah, it's like yeah. herding cats, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it is. No, I, I understand. Um, hey, listen, uh, Vinny, I, I, we appreciate you coming back on here. And, um, you know, for everyone listening, if you want to grab an, ep- or an episode, if you want to grab a copy of um, the new book, uh, Wrestleville, The Pro Wrestling Vault, Volume 2, um, you can get it on Amazon and your website at wrestleville.com. Right, right. And absolutely. I, you know, if you don't mind, I would like to just go ahead and, you know, give fans a, a just a really quick preview of, of what they'll what they'll see in here. Please you do. Know, I have uh, Terry Morton in here. I have Thea Hill, who's uh, she started as uh, Nikita Knight, and she wrestled for about three or four months before she went to the NWA. Maybe maybe a little longer than that, but wasn't in the business very long. The Maestro's in here. PJ Black is in here. Bill Collier is in this book. Um, I've got Lilani Kai. Kamala. World's women's champion from WWF and NWA's champion. We've got uh, uh, Just Incredibles in this book. You know, oh, I forgot about stuff. that, yeah. I mean, incredible stuff, really neat stuff. I, I, I think the fans are going to enjoy it. Every book comes signed. I have the uh, signed stickers. I sent stickers out to uh, wrestlers who, who wanted to uh, be a part of that. Uh, Jazz was a part of that. Uh, Sal Renaro, PJ Black, uh, let's see, Congo Kong, uh, Andrew Anderson, Kerry Morton. So, you know, Jeremiah Plunkett, there's some good ones in there, man. I, I think people, Mario Mancini, you know, the Mario Mancini story, you know who he is, right? Yeah. Okay. Mario Mancini, um, I read that story, uh, when I first got the book and I was, uh, my wife came by. She said, oh, what are you doing reading your book? I said, yeah, I'm reading this Mario Mancini story. I said, boy, it is really, really good. She goes, and how many times have you read that story? I said, well, I've probably read it 40 times, but, you know, I mean. Just as good. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I could go back and read some of my stuff that I wrote, you know, a year or two years ago and think, Golly, man, I thought that was the cat's meow when I first wrote it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's embarrassing. My name is on there. But that story, to me, stands the test of time. So it makes me feel good that I like my work because I'm very critical of what I do. Yeah, right, right. No, I completely understand that. Um, no, it's a great read. Like I said, um, make sure make sure you get a chance to check it out if you're listening. Um, but before I let you go... Um, obviously we got WrestleMania season. We talk a lot about WWE over here. Have you been following any of the stuff lately? Like Roman Reigns or the bloodline and Cody Rhodes. And have you followed any of of it? Yeah. A little bit of the, uh, Sami Zayn and the, uh, a little bit of that. Okay. So I've been watching a lot of NXT. Okay. All right. And I've been watching a lot of, um, uh, Insane Championship Wrestling from uh, Scotland. Okay, and where where do you where do you watch that? I'm kind of curious. You can I get that on the WWE Network. 
Can you? Okay, I'll have to look at that. I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was on there. That's look at this. This is why I like having you on these little tidbits. You're like Mikey Cash couldn't be on here today because he had issues with the internet. Unfortunately, we miss him. But he he's like that too. He knows all these little tidbits that I have no idea about. So I uh, I appreciate that. I'll have to check that out. Um, Let me share this tidbit with you. Somebody told me there is a uh, a free streaming channel called Pro Wrestling Network. Have you heard of this? No, no, yeah. but I will I'll look that up. Hey, just told me the other day. I haven't looked at it, but I believe that's what it is. And if I'm wrong, I will text you with the correct. <laughs> but All right. I believe that's what it is. And so I'm I'm looking forward to checking that out. So yeah, there's there's a lot of wrestling out there, right? It's it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Um, but yeah, no, I was just curious what your thoughts on, uh, the, the, I, I, I'm a big Cody Rhodes fan. I, I, you know, we got Roman Reigns as champion for 930 days or something right. like that. And, um, there's a big debate, uh, we had, um, on our last podcast, we had, uh, Mike Sarge Riley on here with Mikey Cash and, and they were talking, they were talking about who's going to win. And, you know, he said, oh, Roman's, I think Roman's going to win. I'm like, there's not a chance. I, yeah. I it's like. You think about Cody Rhodes and and yes. like the legacy of his dad and how how over he is right now. It, it's not a chance. Cody Rhodes wins hands down. I'd put my I'd bet my house on it. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, listening to that episode. I enjoyed it uh, immensely. And uh, yeah, I was like, dude, I'm going to mark it on my calendar to watch it because look, I'm not. I'm I'm trying to crank this book out, man. And I got I, you. It's really hard to, you know, work and do family stuff and write the book and follow all the wrestling. So I get tidbits, you know, and this and that. I don't watch it like I, like I would like to, right? But yeah, um, I still get to see it. But yeah, that I'm gonna put that on the calendar for sure. But man, I'll let you know when this when this book is out because it's gonna be a doozy. Please do. Please do. Well, uh, again, thank you for joining us here today, Vinny. Um, I'm sure we'll see you again soon and maybe we'll be on your podcast in the future for an episode. Um, so, uh, again, thank you for coming on and until next time, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure to give your book another good read. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thanks Vinny. So once again, uh, I want to thank Vinny Berry for coming on here. It's always great to have him. Like I said, Mikey Cash couldn't be here. We we miss him, but had had the modem modem issues. So we're doing a little strutting solo with with Big Vito over here. Uh, so uh, appreciate you, everyone listening. One more time uh, for our our socials. Make sure you check us out on Facebook at SFG Podcast, Twitter and TikTok at from underscore Gorilla, Instagram at SF Gorilla Pod. And then you can always check us out on our website at uh, struttingfromgorilla.com. And please make sure if you like the episode, give us a five-star rating on um, on whatever platform you're listening to. So uh, until next time, uh, keep on strutting. We now return your perception of reality to you. Until next time.